Hi, this is Bob Williamson. Violence begets violence. I have a scar on my head that serves as a reminder about why one should never attempt to resist arrest. When I was about 20 years old and as far from knowing the Lord as the east to the west, I got into a bar fight in New Orleans and a policeman tried to break it up. He grabbed me from behind and I turned and hit him. He promptly responded by knocking me out with one swift blow with a slapjack, a spring-loaded leather-covered piece of metal used similar to a billy club. I was exceedingly drunk and had been drinking straight vodka from a bottle just prior to this incident, and for all practical purpose, was totally insane at the time. When I came to, I was laying in an alley and my leg hands were handcuffed behind me. When one of them, who happened to be rather pudgy, got close enough to me, I kicked him. It then took five of them to put me in a paddy wagon with me handcuffed. They took me to a doctor and when he tried to sew up my head, I hit him. That was the final straw. The doctor refused to work on me after I hit him, and they took me to jail and threw me in a dirty cell. They proceeded to beat me half to death. They knocked me out again, but my cellmate told me that five of them came into the cell and kicked me and beat on me for quite some time. The next morning, I woke up. I was lying face down in a rather large pool of dried blood on the filthy concrete floor. After several days, my cousin got me out of jail, and I spent the next two weeks in the hospital fighting an infection from the slapjack gash in my forehead. I learned a valuable lesson that night. You don't resist arrest with New Orleans policemen. I would be the first to say that I don't blame them for what was done to me. I was drunk out of my mind and had just beaten the guy I was fighting senseless and was banging his head on the concrete when they intervened. For all they knew, I could have pulled a gun on them and killed one of them. Now, beating me after I was knocked out in my cell may seem harsh, but I don't blame them for that either. Can you imagine what it's like to be a cop in New Orleans? They'd see it all, and it has to have an effect on them. I believe our policemen and women have the worst possible career. They face the vilest of the file, including drug addicts, wife beaters, child molesters, rapists, murderers, rioters, drunks, armed robbers, and various other criminal misfits and sociopaths. They risk their lives to try and save ours and for low wages, and yet are among the most hated people in society, particularly to the far left. It is sad to me to see them treated like the enemy today. Yes, there are a few sociopaths and misfits that wear a uniform. They are in the minority. Most of those who are shot are trying to resist arrest. People are quick to jump on that statement as being racist, but facts are facts. 
The overwhelming majority of policemen and women are sincere about trying to protect us. Those who are not and are sadists or criminals themselves should be dealt with appropriately, but on an individual basis. New York City has a rapidly rising crime rate, and now they are making the brilliant move of cutting the police budget by a billion dollars. Other cities such as Seattle, Los Angeles, and Minneapolis are trying to disband and or defund the police force. What are the citizens there going to do when they are facing a home invasion and there's no policeman to call? Compounding the problem, these same left-wing activists are trying their utmost to take away guns from law-abiding citizens. How will we fight them off? With clubs? We are entering a dangerous phase of lawlessness, and it seems the media, politicians, and some in the church are supporting it. Martin Luther King Jr. was the most successful person in our nation's history in bringing about change. He did so in a nonviolent way. Violence begets violence. The riots, burning, and looting served to pit us against each other. If the current trend continues, I predict that groups of armed citizens will eventually confront the thugs with weapons and carnage will ensue. I pray to God that I'm wrong and cooler heads will prevail. Those who break the law, whether it be street thugs or a rogue policeman, should be punished individually and not be branded because of their color or uniform they wear. If any policemen or women are reading this, I salute you. You are brave and courageous and have an exceedingly dangerous job. I pray for you daily and ask God to protect you and get you home safely to your wives and children. I pray that you will not be discouraged and lose hope because I believe many millions of people feel the same about you as I and are praying for you. May God bless you. My friends, increased lawlessness is just another step towards God returning for his saints. Be prepared. Make Jesus the primary focus of your life. Matthew twenty four twelve. Because lawlessness is increased, most people's love will grow cold. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening.